You might find this kind of surprising, but one of the most powerful things that you can do to get back together with your ex is to actually move on. This is a bit counterintuitive, so please stay tuned through to the end of this video because I'm going to lay it all out for you, and um, I think you might find it really enlightening and really useful. Hey there, it's Clay with ModernLove.Life. Moving on from your ex in order to get them back. Now you might be thinking, okay, how is this going to work? Is this going to be about you know, dating someone else so that they feel jealous and then they think that you're moving on and then they knock off whatever silly mind games they're doing and they, you know, confess their undying love for you and come crawling back to you over broken shards of glass or something like that. Because, you know, as, as we all know, we want the people that we actually care the most about and love the most in life to come crawling over broken shards of glass, right? That's how much we love them, that we, we want to see them inflict bodily harm on themselves. What I'm talking about is more of, a, of an energetic dynamic here because Moving on isn't just about dating someone else. That's what someone might do if they had moved on, but it doesn't mean that you're moving on if you're doing that. You know, it's like if you were a professional athlete, you might get a really nice pair of, of uh, athletic shoes. But just because you have a nice pair of athletic shoes doesn't mean that you're a professional athlete. Just because you're dating someone doesn't mean that you've actually moved on. That goes both ways, both for you and for them. What I want you to do is instead focus on letting go of attachment to outcome. It can manifest itself as things like, you know, looking for validation from them, uh, looking for signs that they're interested in you. Maybe it looks like you calling them too often or texting them too often. Maybe it looks like, you know, begging and pleading. Maybe it looks like you walking on eggshells around them. Maybe it looks like you overthinking how to respond to certain text messages. Could look like all sorts of different things, but it shows up. And even it, it could even show up in non-physical ways too, right? Like maybe you know not to do all this stuff, so you just sort of like hold it all in, but you're still feeling that attachment to outcome. You're still feeling that energy of looking for validation. And the thing is, is that that energy is gonna go out there and they're going to be able to detect it in some way. It's not to say that they're psychic or anything like that. I mean, I don't know, maybe they are, but it's not to say that they are that way. It's just that we often have this way of feeling other people's energy. You can have a conversation with someone and you know, maybe the person is happy or sad or whatever in that moment, but you get the sense that person's sort of like default emotional state is one of happiness or one of sadness or one of disappointment. Because whether or not you are putting on a good show, putting on a great act, your default emotional state is going to be shining through. And if you're just feeling, you know, depressed and sad because of this breakup, or if you're just, um, you know, looking for confirmation of this and that because, you know, you're overly anxious or something like that, then that's going to shine through. When it comes to moving on, what I want you to do is not just get a date on Tinder or something, but to actually move on emotionally from the attachment to outcome that you may feel about this uh, relationship or this partner or this breakup. And what that really means is learning how to sit with yourself and learning how to sit with all of these uncomfortable feelings that you might have. Feelings of, I don't know, rejection, of abandonment, of I'm not good enough, of of, uh, you know, hey, maybe that, that thing that mom or dad told me that I was unworthy of love or something, maybe that's true. It means sitting with those feelings and processing them and integrating them and learning to be at peace with them. 
not stuffing them away in a little dark box somewhere and pretending that they don't exist or putting on a great show and pretending like you're always happy, right? You ever been around one of those people? Oh, I'm always happy. Everything's always great in my life. Like you, you, you don't feel any connection to them, right? Because you know they're inauthentic. That's why I want to encourage you to be authentic, to be transparent, to be vulnerable. You know, again, I think I mentioned this a few videos back, but I think we're at a place in our, you know, collective society where I think we've all accepted that, you know, hey, uh, it's okay to be vulnerable. Being, being vulnerable doesn't mean you're weak. And so I want to encourage you to do that. You know, granted, it might be easier said than done because it can be scary to, <laughs> you know, put, your, put yourself out there. But I think we all at least are at the point where we understand that it doesn't make you weak to, to, to share what's going on with you, right? To share your experiences or your feelings or anything like that. You know, maybe that was something from a, a, an older era, but I think we, we're, we're past that. And by the way, if I'm totally wrong on that, you, and you think that being vulnerable means being weak, you know, just, just Google something about vulnerability, and um, you'll, you'll probably be brought to speed on that. Just look for Brene Brown or something. What we want to do is we want to let go. We want to teach ourselves. We want to teach our subconscious that it's okay to feel whatever it's feeling and that we are going to be okay no matter what happens. Even if the worst case scenario comes true, even if, you know, the thing we were anxious about happens, even if, oh my God, we are unworthy of love, even if we are disappointed again, even if there is a rebound relationship, even if the thing just goes totally sideways, now again, you don't have to love it. You don't have to celebrate it or anything. You know, I told you the story probably a million times by now about how my mom had her heart attack back in, um, well, it's kind of iffy, but it was end of May, early June. I had to go through this process of letting go. I had to go through this process of letting go of attachment to outcome. Obviously, I had a preference in the whole matter. I wanted my mom to live and I wanted her to have a closer relationship with, with my, you know, four-year-old daughter before she, you know, eventually passes on to whatever's next for her um, and all that. Like, I, I, I had a preference. So you don't have to be, like, totally emotionally dead inside. That's not what, um, that's not what being detached from outcome means. It's not like, hey, mom, sorry to hear about your health problems. Best of luck. I feel nothing. I feel nothing. No, that's not what detachment outcome is. <laughs> that's, hey, I have a lot of emotional issues and should probably go see a psychologist because I have issues with vulnerability and feeling and I'm emotionally unavailable and I... <laughs> no, being detached from outcome is a deep emotional sense that you're going to be okay no matter what happens. You are going to be okay no matter what happens. You're going to be able to handle it. You can have a preference, but you're going to be able to be okay. Things can be hard. You can have feelings, but you're going to be able to be okay. And when you learn that, deep down, not just mentally, like you might be getting from this video, but when you have the experience of it, that's when you can really let go and move on emotionally. And when you do that, there's a lot of freedom that comes from it. All of these things that we think we can't allow ourselves to experience, like, you know, hey, what if my mom dies? That, that, that's going to be too much for me to handle. I'm not going to be able to handle it. Those start to 
go away. And now all this energy that you have trying to resist something like, hey, what if they move on first? What if they, what if they, what if they never loved me at all? What if our whole relationship was a lie? All of that starts to come down and now you have the space to potentially be okay with that. Again, you can have your preference. You can have your preference, but you're okay with it. You know you're gonna be okay no matter what. And when that happens, all of that energy you put into resisting the emotion, that energy comes back. And there's not all of this pushing energy. There's not all of this, like, hey, I have to make sure that things look a certain way energy. That's when you've really moved on. And when there's not that pushing energy, that resisting energy anymore, that's when the dynamic between you and them actually starts to shift for the better. And as it does start to shift for the better, then it becomes a lot easier to, to connect. It becomes a lot easier to bond. It becomes a lot easier to, to get close to one another. It becomes a lot easier to rebuild the trust. And that's what it means to get your ex back by moving on. Now, uh, just, to, just to tie up the story here, because I'm... I've told this story so much, I often forget to tie up the loose ends. But my mom, at least as of right now, seems to be doing okay. Um, yes, she did have a heart attack. Yes, I did have to spend like a week in, uh, in, in, in the town that she lives in, uh, dealing with all of that and going to hospitals and blah, blah, blah. But it all looks like it's going to be okay. At least for now. Um, it's been a powerful, emotionally growing experience for me. To, to have to learn how to let go. But yeah, she, she's doing okay. And then also, um, if you do want to go on this emotional journey, you might be interested in our commit program. It's, it's honestly our highest level of service. You're gonna get really good taken care of by, by me and our team. Um, you know, it's not just me, it's also Coach Francis and Fiona, if you happen to know who those two people are. They are amazing people on our team as well as all the other amazing, beautiful people that are also in the Commit program. It's application only because we're gonna be working so close with you. We really wanna make sure that only people with the right sort of mindset are in that group. So if you are interested, please go ahead and apply over at modernlove.life slash commit. Um, what's gonna happen is we're gonna ask you to fill out a little application questionnaire, nothing crazy. And then um, you, know, you can have a little call with, uh, with us and if it seems like we're a good fit to work together, we'll go ahead and uh, make that happen. And if not, we'll just you know, point you in the right direction by giving you some resources to, to help you uh, take whatever the right step might be for you. But uh, you can find that, again, over at modernlove.life commit, or you can just go to the link down below in the description box. Once again, thank you so much for watching this video. Please take care, and I'll talk to you next time.